Hey, today, um, let's just shift to the word today. Come on, we got about, how, how many of y'all got about an hour and a half today? Yeah. No, no, come on, no, thank you for your real. Come on, we got, come on, Arcelia waving a hand back there. Come on, sister. Come on, we got a sister in the back saying, preach it, I'm here all day. No, we won't keep you here all day. But, but I want to talk to you today just about one thought. I've had this on my heart for a couple of weeks, and we, we, we got done with our series that we're on for like 18 weeks about a man in Christ. And I want to talk to you today just about this thought that healing belongs to you. Healing belongs to you. So at the end of the service, when we get done talking for 30 minutes or 35 minutes, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you if you need healing in your body to come meet me up here. I've got a little oil in my pocket. I mean, it's not just like dripping in my pocket. I actually have a little something here that will we'll, we'll take a little oil, and we'll talk about that in a m- minute, and I'll just have my, hand, my, my, my finger, my hands on it, and we'll just anoint your, your forehead, and we're going to believe God that whatever's troubling you, whatever's messing with you, the healing is starting today. Come on, somebody say that with me. The healing, come on, say it with me. The healing is starting today. Come on, say it with me. Healing belongs to me. He, he, come on, look at your neighbor and say, healing belongs to you. Healing belongs to you. Yeah, it belongs to you. Let's talk about it. Does it really? Does it really belong to you? Let's talk about it. Isaiah chapter 53. Let's look at two scriptures here. Isaiah chapter 53. This is a great covenant chapter. This is a great uh, revelation that Isaiah gets from the Lord. And he's speaking prophetically about 450, 470 years in advance when Jesus is going to come on the earth. The whole scripture, the whole psalm, or excuse me, the whole uh, chapter, Isaiah 53, is a messianic psalm speaking and foreshadowing, talking about Jesus, the one that was to come. Look at these two verses. Now, what I've done is you're going to see things in, uh, um, uh, in the in, in the not the quotes, what, what do you call them? Parentheses, thank you, the parentheses. This is what I've added. I've added, this is what the scripture says, but this is what different scriptures say, and this is actually what the original language says. So I've actually done a little bit of homework for you. You're welcome. Uh, from the Hebrew Bible, where, where you can just you, you, you put these words in, and then we're just going to add a little bit more definition what they mean. So notice what it says. Surely, first word, I heard a preacher say this about 30 years ago. When he was reading the scripture, he had this severe back pain. He couldn't get out of bed. It just struck him down. And, and he, he knew the word of God, but he came to Isaiah chapter 53 and he read verse 4 and he couldn't get away from the very first word in verse 4 that actually says, surely, surely. It means indeed. It means truly. It means certainly. So everything from then on, what, what the scripture is going to reveal, this is surely, this is truly, this is indeed, this is most certainly going to happen and will happen for you and for me. Somebody say amen. amen. He, Jesus, he, Jesus has borne, lifted up from you, carried away from you, took, what did he take? Your griefs, the word griefs means sicknesses, and carried our sorrows. The word sorrows means pain. You got pain? God doesn't want you to go through your life being full of pain. You got some sickness, you got some mild, you got something you're born with. He, he doesn't want you to carry that for your entire life. Now, some people will say, this is the cross you need to bear. But I just read that Jesus, surely, he has borne. He is lifted up from you. He's carried away. He took your sickness and he carried away your pains and your sorrows. Yet we, we, he's reading, the, the, the Jewish folks there, we esteemed or we considered him. It was just all about him. Him that he was stricken. He was smitten. He was struck down by God and he was afflicted. Verse 5. But he was wounded. He was profaned. He was defiled. For our transgressions, for our rebellion, 
He was bruised. He was crushed. He was broken for our iniquities, our depravity, the chastisement or the chastening correction for our peace, our wholeness, our completeness, our soundness was upon him. And by his stripes, blows that cut into him, we are healed and made healthy. Can somebody in the house say amen? Can say, say it with me. I am healed. Come on, I am healed. Come on, get a little, get a little agitated. I am healed. Come on, if he took, if he bore, if he lifted, if he removed, if he carried, I'm not going to bear it. I'm not going to carry it. I'm not going to take it. It's not going to be the weight for the rest of my life. If he took it, I'm going to hear what he said he took, and I'm going to have what he said I can have. Can you say amen? Now, lest you think, Pastor Gary, that's a stretch. Isaiah is talking about this. We really don't know what he's talking about. Well, let's read the New Testament, Matthew chapter 8, verse 16 and 17. When evening had come, they brought to him, meaning Jesus, many. Come on, somebody yell many. Many who were demon-possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word, check it out, and healed all. Come on, yell all. All who were sick. All who were sick, that must, if you were there, if you were there and you were sick, you would be in all. Come on, everybody. If you were there and you were sick and you were hearing him, you were part of the all that got healed. Well, if they got something back then and I can't get it now, then I wish I would have lived back then. But the scripture says in Hebrews 13, he's the same yesterday, today. And forever. If he ever was a healer, he still is a healer. If he ever was a savior, he still is a savior. If he ever was a deliverer, come on church, he still was a deliverer. Yeah. Why'd he do it? Why'd he heal all that were sick? Verse 17. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. We just read it. Notice. That it might be fulfilled. 430, 450, 460 years later, when Isaiah prophesied it, Christ shows up. 30 years, he's in the, you know, he's, he's in, the, in the shop, you know, cutting wood and, and like his daddy. But now he started preaching when he's about 30 years of age. That's when the priest started preaching. And he's, he's operating as in the priesthood of God. And, and, and he starts preaching. He starts teaching as a rabbi. And, and, and the, he starts doing this. He's preaching, he's teaching, he's healing. That's pretty much what he's doing. He's preaching, he's teaching, he's healing. Everywhere he goes. And Matthew writes this, and Matthew says that this, this is a fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. We, 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 we know this afterward. They didn't clue in right on it because Matthew wrote this, you know, years and decades after Jesus had already gone to heaven. So Matthew and the other brothers, Matthew, come on, Mark wrote, Luke wrote, John wrote. And so they're remembering the accounts that Jesus did. And they're saying, the reason he did this is because of what Isaiah said back then. That it might be fulfilled, come on, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself, come on, read it with me. One, two, three, read. He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Is that any, does, do we need to, we don't need a PhD. We don't need, we, we don't need, that, that's pretty clear. They said what he did was because what Isaiah said about him. So he just simply, Jesus simply went about doing good, the scripture says, and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. 
How do you do that? Because that was God's assignment on his life. He's God in the flesh. He's showing, listen to me, he's showing what God the Father would do if he was here right now. Jesus never said anything. Jesus never did anything that the Father wouldn't have done if he was right here right now. Come on, everybody. Come, come on, everybody. Amen? Come on, come on. Help me. Amen, everybody? Yeah, yeah. So, so listen to me. There, there are basically two fundamentals that you need to receive healing from God and or receive anything from God. Two basic fundamentals. Listen to me. Here they are. Here they are. You have to hear the word. You have to hear the word. And you have to believe the word. Two fundamentals from receiving healing or anything else from God. You've got to be a person who hears the word and then a person who believes the word. And the only way you or I can believe is if first we take time to hear the word of God. Um, there, there was a Roman centurion who came to Jesus and he, he asked him to come to his place and to heal his servant. And uh, we're going to find out in a minute that Jesus actually, actually uh, doesn't even go to the guy's house. So he, he comes to Jesus, you know, you know heal my servant. And ha, so why would you even ask somebody to come to your house and heal your servant if you didn't know this was what he was already doing? That'd be crazy. That, that, that'd be crazy. Come to my house, heal my servant, and you go, I, I never heard anything, could you? No, no, he must have heard that this is what Jesus did. Because Jesus went around all these villages, and this is what happened. Well, the centurion, he's a Roman centurion, but he fears God. And, and so he must have heard that, 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 that th there's a healer, and, and his name's Jesus. And he, he reverenced him, and he, he came, and, and he's asking Jesus to come to his house. And then he actually says this. He says, but I'm not even worthy for you to come to my house. He said, just speak the word only. He said, I got servants under me, and I say go, and they go, do this, and they do this, or another one come, and he comes. And, and, and Jesus said, Jesus looked around to all his disciples, and he marveled. He said, I have found such great faith, not even in Israel. And check out what Jesus says to the centurion in Matthew chapter 8, verse 13. Then Jesus says to the centurion, Matthew 8, 13, he says, go your way as you have believed. Come on, say, as you have believed. Come on, one more time. As you have believed. So let it be done unto who? Uh, unto you. And his servant was healed that same hour. I thought it was all about Jesus. I thought, I thought it was all about Jesus. I thought, I thought, I, I thought that if I'm going to get healed, he's just going to shazam or put down some Disney pixie dust and I'm going to be home cooking and all of a sudden, woo, I'm going to be in a worship service. And, and it could happen. Listen, it could happen. I'm not saying it can't happen, but, but that's, on the, that's on the outer rims. This is how you get healed all the time. Go your way. Go back home. Come on, say it with me. As you have believed. Come on. Come on, as you have believed. So, so how's your believer doing? How's your believing doing? Well, you know, I'm just a hoping. Well, you ain't getting nothing by hoping. You're going to get something by believing. Bible believing. Oh, it's getting quiet in this Presbyterian church in the morning. Praise the Lord. 
Uh, this same thing happens time and time again. The same thing happens, you know, well, let's look at this other story real quick. Two blind men come to Jesus uh, wanting to get healed. So, so just think with me, blind men, blind men, blind men can't see, either got somebody by the hand, somebody's leading them, so there's probably some other people helping them, and, and, and the Bible says that they start actually shouting out to Jesus, have mercy on us, son of David, have mercy on us. They knew who he was. They knew who he was. They, 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 they couldn't see him, but they heard about him. They must have known who he was. This is the son of David. We've been hearing him. He's going from city to city, and he's healing people, and miracles, and signs, and wonders, and demons getting cast out, and, and, and all kinds of things are going on, and, and, and we need something up in here. Hey, hey, you, you ought to get a little riled up. If you ever heard anybody getting healed, you ought to say, doggone it, if they got healed, I'm going to get some up in here for me. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. It's not just for them, it's for me. I'm a child of God just like them. Come on, I'm cute just like them. Come on, I go, come on, I believe Jesus just like them. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Yeah, it's for me. It's for me. And check it out, check it out. Matthew chapter 9, verse 28. And when, when Jesus, when he had come into the house, Matthew 9, 28, when he had come into the house, check it out, this Jesus comes in the house, the blind men come to him. And so, so, so check it out. Check this pursuit out. You, you read it when you go home, Matthew 9. Uh, the blind men come to his son, David, uh, have mercy on me. Jesus didn't even say anything to the brothers. He just keeps going to the house. He just keeps going to the house. And the Bible says they followed him into the house. Sometimes you just got to do a little pressing with your faith. And you got to go, hey, I, you know, here I am again. I, I, know, I know I still got this little bit of pain in my body. And I know I asked you yesterday, but I'm up in here tomorrow at 630 going, thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me. Thank you, Lord, that you heard me yesterday. And I'm getting better today. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Yeah, they followed him to the house. Check it out. Verse 28. The blind men came to him and Jesus said, do you believe? Check it out. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? I thought it's all about Jesus' ability. Do you believe I'm able to do this? Check it out. They said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Your faith touches his ability. Your faith unlocks his ability. He is able to do anything. Come on, exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all you can ask or think. The God who made the sun, the stars, the moon, and everything in it, all the earth that you see. Now, now, do you believe that he cares for you and that he's concerned about what's concerning for you, that, that you could actually receive from him what he wants you to receive? I hope the answer is yes. Amen, everybody? I hope it's yes, because it's a fact. They said, do you believe I'm able to do this? And they said, yes, Lord. Then what did he do? Touch, your, touch their eyes? But then what's he say? According to, come on, read it. According to your faith, let it be to you. So, so there's got to be a connection. Don't put all, you can't put it all off on Jesus. Go Jesus, team Jesus. If you want me to do, if you want something for me, you're just doing it for me. No, 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 no. You are required to, number one, come to him. You are required to, listen, hear what he's got to say, know who he is, and you are required, thirdly, you are required to believe that. You are required to act on that. Here we see these guys believed, and they came and, they came and found him. Uh, they came and pressed. They, I'm opening up my Bible. I, I'm realizing, surely, whoo, surely, truly, whoo, certainly, he took, he removed, he carried, he bore, he lifted away from me all my sickness, all my pain. I refuse to go my rest of my life with pain and sickness and disease and discouragement. Oh, I'm not doing it. 
You can do whatever you want to do. Good on you. Heaven's your home. I know you're going to get a new body, glorified body, all that. But my body broke jacked up down here and I want it pain free down here. Come on, everybody. Golf clap, everybody. There we go. Praise the Lord. So one more time, you're responsible to hear. Say it with me. You're responsible to hear. Come on. You're responsible to hear. You're responsible to hear. So what's going to happen when you hear? What, what, what's what, what's going to happen when you hear? Romans 10, 17 says this, to get born again, to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Romans 10, 17 says this, so then faith comes. Faith comes. Come on, say it with me. Faith comes. What's going on this morning? Faith is coming. Come on, faith is coming. Faith is always coming. Open up your Bible. When you start reading the Bible, faith's coming. Faith's coming. When you hear the Bible, come on, faith is coming. When you hear those good gospel songs, those Christian songs that are on the word lyrics, start, faith is coming. Faith is coming. Faith comes from what? Hearing and hearing what? The word of God. The, the, the hearing and hearing is in the imperative sense in the original language it's written in. It means hearing and 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 hearing. The minute you shut your ears from hearing, the minute the flow of the Spirit of God gets shut off from your life. Keep hearing. And the minute you say, I've heard it before, duh, you need to keep hearing because there's probably a battle brewing up here in the future. Come on, everybody. That you need to hear and hear and hear. Faith is coming. Come on, faith is coming. But faith can come to you and you still don't act on it. <laughs> That's why even when faith comes, persuasion comes, I believe it, and I see it, but how come I haven't got it? Maybe you need to take the next step. Maybe you need to lift up your hands and worship. You need to definitely lift up your voice and say, I, I'm going to start saying what you said because there's faith in my heart, but it needs to come out of my mouth. My mountain, my pain, my sickness needs to hear my voice. Come on, everybody. Now, lest you think that I'm up in here preaching and there ain't no nothing ever's gone on in my life or maybe right now going on in my life. Listen to me. I have to take the word of God just like you. I don't get to get out of jail free pastors because I'm a pastor. I got to take the word of God and I got to put it in my heart. This word specifically healing word. And I've got to look at my body and I got to say foot, ankle, bone, joint, whatever. I got to talk to it. Come on, everybody. How many know your body will talk to you? Oh, yeah, this old back, you know, uh, uh, yeah. And know what you got to do? Straighten that old back out and say, back in the name of Jesus, I'm talking to you right now. You're not going to dominate me. I'm a spirit. Come on, somebody. I'm a soul. I have a soul. I live in a body. My body's not going to dominate me. My spirit's going to dominate me. Am I talking to the right church up in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Proverbs 4. We're going quick this morning. Proverbs 4. Could I get some water down there? Thank you. Uh, that one's gone. I already drank that one. Come on. Wait, wait. Oh, oh I thought Candy already drank out of that one. You're giving me one. Candy. Candy was super kind. He's giving me one he already drank. Man, come on. Candy, what you put in here? Brother. <laughs> Oh, let's put it right there. <clears throat> oh, man. Hey, you know when you drink something and it gets like right there? It, it's right there. <clears throat> Thank you. Praise the Lord. 
Um, I need healing in my throat. No, I'm just kidding, everybody. Come on. Come on. Proverbs 4. Come on. Proverbs 4. Look at this. Proverbs 4, 20 and 22. We're talking about you're responsible to hear. Check this out. My son, my daughter, my child of God, give attention. Give attention. Give attention. Give attention to my words. Come on. Give attention. Attend to my words. Give attention to it. Give attention to it. You give it. Come, come on. Give attention to it. I, 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 I know you know what's going on with, with the Chargers and the Rams right now. I know, you, I know you know what's going on in your personal thing. I know you know when the next sale's coming on at Macy's. I, I know you know. I know, come on, I know you know when, that, when, that, when, when, when the candy's going on sale for Halloween. I know you know it. But, 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 but attend to my words. Come on, attend to my words. Incline your ear. Come on, incline your ear to my sayings. Incline your ear. Listen up. Stretch out yourself, it means extend yourself. Extend yourself. Come on, attend. Sharpen yourself. Sharpen yourself. Uh, attend to my words. Incline your ear. Stretch out yourself. You know, we, we make fun of Brittany because Brittany, uh, when, when, when she was small, anything that me and, and PK uh, would talk about at the house, Brittany was just kind of like this, look in the corner, kind of going like this. She's, she, she, she's listening. She's listening. You know what's hilarious? The eight-year-old granddaughter, their daughter, Taylor, you know, me and PK in the house talking, and little Taylor's like this. So that's a generational curse she's believing healing for. But no, I'm kidding. Come on, just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a generational blessing. There we go. There we go. So, so don't let the word depart from your eyes. Come on. Don't let, don't, don't, don't let it, don't, don't let it uh, incline your ear. In, incline your ear. Come, come on, lean in. Come, come on, baby, lean in. Lean in. What are you saying here? I'm leaning in. Don't let it depart from your eyes. We got some brothers in the church. I don't know about your sisters, but we got some brothers in the church that they carry, they, they carry scriptures in the pocket. They carry scriptures in the pocket. Uh, I got a brother back in the back. I was borrowing his truck one day, and, and he's got scriptures on. He, had, he, had, he, he went fancy. He had like a little ring thing, and he, had like, he put a hole punch, and he had, he had three by five index cards. And, and, and I didn't tell him, but I, I cheated on him. I read his, I read his cards. Come on, somebody. I read his part, and, and they, weren't, they were just scriptures. I'm going, dear God, this brother's getting it right here. What's he doing? He, he's, he's not letting it leave, leave his ears. He's, he's keeping it in the midst of his heart. Come on, he's, he's getting his eyes on the word of God. Look, 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 keep it in the midst of your heart. Here's how you keep it in the midst of your heart. You incline your ear. Come, come on, you don't leave it. Come on, I, I've had the post-it notes and I put them on a, I put them on the fridge because how many know that's where you frequent? Put them on the fridge. Uh, put them on a, come on, some of y'all, some of you ladies need to get some lipstick and just put it on the mirror. Come on, somebody. And you see that every day what you're dealing with, right? This is what God says. I'm going to keep it. I'm, I'm going to incline my ear. I, I'm not, I'm not going to depart from it. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be in my eyes. I'm going to see it. 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 And I'm going to keep it in the midst of my heart. If you do it, the scripture says, the word that is in your heart will be life to those that find them. It'll produce life in any area you need life. Come on, if you got dead bones, you got dead organs, you got dead blood, you got dead heart, you got dead arthritis, you got stuff going on in your life, the word of God will bring life. To anybody who finds it, there's a searching, who finds it, and health, the word health there means cure, it means medicine, a prophet, it's going to profit you to all your flesh or your whole body. 
So you are responsible. I am responsible. No free pass for me. I'm talking to me. I am responsible, just like you, that you have to keep your ears, your eyes, and your heart are all in your control. Listen, your ears, your eyes, and your heart are all in your control. So, so, so listen, if, if you won't take time, so this is your truth. I'm going to tell you the whole truth. If you won't take time to find out who he is and what he's already done, you probably won't receive what he has. So if you won't take time, if, if, if the brothers back 2,000 years ago never heard, they wouldn't have got healed. Uh, but, but now we, we've, we've got a church. Come on, we're, we're preaching this up in here. So now if you'll take time to hear, if you'll take time this week to go back over after we pray today and to water the, the scriptures, water the scriptures with the watering of the word, going back saying, thank you, Lord. Surely you've borne my sicknesses, carried my pains. You took, you removed those things from me. I thank you today when Pastor Gary laid hands on me. I thank you. I believed I received when I prayed. So my, my stance from now on is thank you. I'm not trying to get healed. You already healed me. The healing power is working from the inside to the outside. Something always happens in you before you see it outside you. Come on, everybody. So I'm going to keep the word of it. I'm going to attend to the word. I'm, gonna, I'm going back, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I'm going to start reading about what Jesus did, about 2022 individual healings. I'm going to read about this. Faith is going to come to me as I hear and I study the word of God, and I'm going to be able to stand against the shackles of, 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 of fear or the shackles of, 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 of pain in my life or whatever the doctor said. And come on, my blood pressure is getting ready to go down right now. Come on, my, my blood pressure is going down right now. Come on, come on. Arthritis is leaving me. Come on, I'm getting stronger up in here right now. Come on, my, 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 my organs that are kind of like out of whack or my hormones or my whatever. Listen, stuff that's going on that I don't even know. Come on, the blood of Jesus is cleansing me from all that. Come on, everybody. How many, how many you know? Come on. I know some people that they're really like DrMD.com dude or whatever like that. And we're searching all out. We know the exact name and all. How many know you don't have to call it the exact name because they didn't have that 2,000 years ago? So you don't have to know anything. I just say, Lord, something's going on. I need you to fix it. I don't know what it is. I'm just asking you to fix it. I believe you're greater than that, whatever it is. So, but if you want to take time to find out who he is and what he's already done, you probably won't receive, probably won't receive what he already has. So, so, so you've got to be willing. You've got to be willing Listen, this isn't a quick fix. This isn't a Band-Aid. This is a lifestyle. you got to be willing to hear and accept as fact what the Word says. I'm going to hear what you say, and I don't care what they taught me or what my parents said, if it doesn't line up with the Word. This is what you said. So I'm going to hear it, and I'm going to accept it as fact, what you said, and this is exactly what I'm going to have. I can't tell you what they're going to have. I'm telling you, I'm in control of this whole thing up in here, and I am going to have exactly what you say I'm going to have. Anybody like that today? Come on, anybody like that today? Yeah. 
I know four pastors. I don't know you go, well, that's because they're a pastor. No, no, because they're a believer. I just know these testimonies. There's four people that specifically that I know since pre-COVID started about five, six, seven, eight years ago. I know one, a, 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 severe, a, a severe back issue that I told you about. He got totally healed. Not instantly. Listen, none of these were instantly. And this is where I think we all get screwed up. Pardon me for saying that word, but messed up. This is where we go sideways. I thought, I, I thought you said I was. Well, yeah, the, you, you was. The scripture says and calls it done. But listen to me. There is a standing point lots of times. Well, you got to believe it's so even though you don't see it to be so. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight. Remember when Jesus told those blind men that came to him, go show yourself to the priests? And the scripture says this. As they went, they were cleansed. You got to get on with business. You got to get on with your life. You got to get on and go to work tomorrow. You got to get on and just say, Thank you, Lord, that I'm healed. Thank you, Lord. Your word's working mightily in me. Thank you, Lord. I got ears to hear, and this situation's changing. Amen, everybody? Amen. Uh, and, and so, 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 so the, the, you know, the, these four pastors that I knew, just because I've heard their testimony, I haven't heard anybody else's testimony. Well, I have, but I mean, not like this. One, one the back, and it, it, listen to me, this month and month, month in, month out, he couldn't get out of bed for a while. And, and, and then totally delivered. The word of God started working, and he's, he's actually, I saw the brother doing exercises, and it's amazing. He's old. He's like over 80 years old now. And crazy, like crazy exercises. Totally, you can't do that with a jacked up back. Come on, somebody. You can't have a rod, and there's no rod. Jesus healed him. There was two other guys. One guy had, had cancer that started, was, was in his body, in his blood. Listen, in his blood. He had some organs that had cancer, and he said, he, he knew what the word of God said, but he's in a fight. How many of us a fight to faith? Come on, it was a fight of faith. And so he got the word on it. There wasn't no instantaneous. Again, this was a process. And then through the process of, of God working in them, working through them, totally delivered. And, and there, there were two other people that during COVID, when COVID broke out in March, both these pastors that I know, they got jacked up. Now listen to me. When I'm talking about this, I'm talking about people that pastors, these pastors that I know, that stood and believed the word of God. They're filled with the Holy Ghost, have been preaching the word of God for decades. Listen to me. Decades. And they got attacked. So lest you think, oh, how come this has happened to me? The devil hates you. Come on, the curse is in the earth. Come on, through the fall of man. We talked about that in our, our previous uh, series. It's in the earth. It's, it's all around us. But the Bible says you and I have authority over it. Can I say, get an amen in a room? Yeah. And so these guys got messed up with COVID and the doctors actually said these guys that that, that, that one guy particularly, they thought that he was going to die. And, and through through faith in the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, these brothers recovered with no no effects. They're back doing their thing. Now, now, now I know I can I can get her, her, her grind. Well, what about I don't know about. I don't know about them. Leave all them alone. I'm talking about you. What are you going to believe? I don't know what's in their heart. I don't know what they're saying when ain't no lights on. I don't know. I do not know. I'm for them. I'm praying. I'm believing. I'm trusting that they get delivered. But I know me right up in here. I'm going to have what I say. So I'm sticking on the side of the Lord. If you said you took, I'm saying take it, man. Take it. I don't need to bear this. I am going to walk free. So you're responsible to hear. Let's go just a few more minutes. You're responsible to hear, but you're also responsible to believe. 
faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. But you're responsible to believe. Now, now when I think about believing, there's just one brother that comes to my mind, actually from the Old Testament, called the father of faith, Father Abraham. Come on. Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. And I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Come on. Any church people in the room? Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on, church people. I'm back here rapping up here, and y'all just staring at me. Come on. Malik, did I do okay? I saw Malik. Come on. Uh, Malik, I saw Malik yesterday. Come on. Malik said whenever you tell a joke, most of the people in the church don't get it, but I get it. So I'm looking back at Malik. Thank you, Malik. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Check out this brother named Abraham. Romans chapter 4. How many know this brother's uh, at this point? He's 100 years old. God gave him a promise 25 years earlier. Check it out the time. You're a father of nations. You're going to have, you're going to have, you're a father of nations. And he, he, he's been believing in his wife 10 years younger. They've been, believe, been believing for a son. How, how many, you know, 25 years is a long time to stand. Huh? That's a long time to stand. And some of y'all have been standing for a while. Come on, it's on the way. It's coming. Come on, it's coming. Keep standing. It's coming. Come on, it's coming. Come on, hear the Spirit of God just saying, it's coming. Come on, it's coming. Come on, it's coming. Sooner than you think. Come on, stand. Stand in the Word. Praise Him like you got it right now. Come on, thank God that you got it right now. Amen. Yeah. Check out what says verse 18. This is talking about Abraham, who against hope, no earthly hope, had no earthly hope to have a son. His body was all messed up. He can't have a child. Come on, everything's shut down for him, and everything's shut down for mama. Look what it says. Who against hope, in hope he believed. He decided, I'm going to hope anyway. I'm going to hope anyway. I'm going to trust God anyway. So that he became the father of many nations. He became what God said he was because he didn't give up hope. Hope is a confident expectation. You need confident expectation. But just because you have hope, hope doesn't say that I got it now. Hope says, I am going to get it now. I'm confident God's on the move. So hope is important. Hope will anchor your soul while you're waiting. But you still got to have faith. Uh, so, so look what it says. And not being weak in faith. He didn't consider his own body already dead. He didn't consider his own body. And, and he didn't, it wasn't just about him, but it was about mama too, about Sarah. And he didn't even consider the deadness of her womb. No, notice she got a dead womb. How are you going to have a baby with a dead womb? Come on. How are you going to have a baby with a dead womb? Come on. You went through menopause. That thing shut down. You ain't producing no more kids. In fact, you could never produce kids because you never had a child. Hmm. Uh, by the way, no Bible d during this time. By the way, no Jesus yet this time. By the way, no church at this time. By, by the way, no Christian radio station to keep their spirits up at this time. Just them and God. So evidently, you and God is all you need. Come on, everybody. Yeah, that's all you need. All, all the rest of that stuff is just icing on the cake. Uh, so so, 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 so he, he's all shut down and she's shut down. Verse 20, he staggered not. Check it out. He staggered not at the promise of God. Ever look at God's promise and go, oh, man. He staggered not. Got, legs got, got all weak, like you've been on a, on a boat. No. He didn't stagger at the promise of God through unbelief, but what? Was strong in faith, doing what? Giving glory to God, like we did today, like Leo was sharing with us. Come on, as we're praising and worshiping the Lord, come on, faith is being energized, just coming in our heart. Come on, chains are breaking. Come on, prisons are breaking. Come on, God's working in me. God's working around me. Come on, heaven's my home. I, I, I can be at liberty and freedom to be who God wants me to be. Amen, everybody? 
Strong in faith, giving glory to God. Now check it out, verse 21. All this to say this. And being fully persuaded. And being fully persuaded. Say this with me. Being fully persuaded. That what he, God, had promised, he, God, was also able to perform. He, God, he's the promiser. He's the performer. Now I am the what? The believer. You are the believer. I didn't promise it. I can't perform it. My job is to believe it. But I've got to hear it and hear it and hear it until I am persuaded. Amen. On the inside of you, where you hear it and you hear it and you hear it and it gets on the inside of you and it lodges in your heart where believing happens. So you got to keep hearing it. And you got to keep hearing it. And you got to keep hearing it. And you got to keep watering that seed. Over in the book of Hebrews, it says this, that the word, this is Hebrews chapter 4, the word that God preached to the nation of Israel didn't change their situation, didn't profit them, it says, because they didn't mix faith with it. They didn't mix faith with it. They heard the word, but they didn't believe the word. They didn't act on the word. They didn't go after their enemies like God told them. They included their started intermarrying, all kinds of stuff they did. They were all messed up. In fact, be real with you, the problem with Israel right now is because they didn't act on the word. That God said, you own Israel, nobody else. But they cut out a little bit of peace for some other folks. And whenever you try to make peace, you probably ain't going to get no peace. Because the devil ain't making peace with nobody. And so listen to me. When you hear the word, now your job, my job, is to mix faith with it. Mix faith with it. And, and so uh, we're, 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 we are required to hear continually. And we're required to act on it. We're, we're required to believe the word. Now, in Matthew chapter 4, come on, wind down right now. Uh, Leo, come on, help me, brother. Uh, Matthew chapter 13. Check this out. Lest you should think it's all about Jesus. I thought Jesus wants to do Jesus. Come on, Jesus, just bring it to me. If that's what you want, just bring it to me. Matthew chapter 13, check it out, verse 58. It says this. Now, he did not do many miracles or wonder works there because of what? Their unbelief. Their unbelief. I thought if he was Jesus, which he is, I thought he could do whatever he wanted to do. Nope. He couldn't do many miracles there because of their unbelief. He would go to certain towns, and it was like popcorn. Man, popcorn. But he went to hometown, and he said, oh, isn't, this, isn't this the guy that made us a table a couple years ago? Isn't this Joseph's son? They were offended by him. He couldn't do any mighty works of power. One scripture says, some people just got healed of minor ailments. Well, how many know if you had a, a major ailment, I want to know, I want to know he's able. I want to know he's, he, he's able, he's willing. I, I, I don't want to, my unbelief. Notice this, he couldn't do any work there because of their unbelief, personal. So you see the miracles, you, ha you hear the wisdom, but they didn't believe. So it was up to them to receive, not up to Jesus to perform. 
is this really true? John writes in John 20, after the resurrection, Jesus, you know, Acts 1 says, Jesus, you know, comes back, he presents his blood to, to the Father in heaven. We know that from Hebrews chapter 9 and 10. And he comes back for 40 days and 40 nights. He's on the earth talking to his disciples. Acts 1 says that. And on one of these occasions, John writes in John 20, that all of a sudden the disciples are there. Uh, before, you know, when Jesus made one of these appearances and, and, and Jesus starts talking to the guys and Thomas wasn't there. Well, on this occasion, Thomas is there, but Thomas said before, and, and Jesus must have heard him. Because Thomas said, no, nah, I don't believe Jesus came back. And then all of a sudden, the next time Jesus shows up, he just pops right through the wall. And he goes right to Thomas. How many know Jesus heard you what you said when nobody else heard you? I thought he, I, I, I thought, I thought he loved me. I, I thought he was going to heal me up in here. And I thought, I thought, I thought, he knows everything you're saying. So why don't just be real and say, Lord, I, I've been a fool up in here. I've been saying some stuff about you. I'm sorry. I'm hearing some truth from the word of God. I'm realigning myself. I'm going to hear and accept as fact what you said. And I'm going to, I'm going to make some changes up in here. And just would you, would you cause all those stupid words that I said about you just to fall to the ground and be ineffective? And I, I just, I need you to put a hoe up in my heart and come on, dig deep. Come on, come on. Anybody, anybody got some weeds in your life that you go around your house and you pick them in, in the sidewalk and they're there, they're there you know, about three days later, they're popping up again. I don't want that. I want you to get down deep, Lord God. Come on, rotor root this whole heart. Come on, get stuff out that's been that's been germinating for years. And so, so all of a sudden, Thomas is there, and Jesus goes right to the brother. He says, hey, man, hey, hey, Tommy, uh, take your hand and put it in my hands, and, and take your finger and put it in my side. And he said, uh, and, and he says this, don't be unbelieving, but believing. He tells him that. Don't be unbelieving, but believing. So in other words, our mouth is ratting on us. I thought, nah. Uh, uh. Jesus says, you know, Thomas, you're seeing me and now you're believing. But blessed are those who have never seen me, yet have believed. I haven't seen Jesus, but I sure read about him. How about you? I'm convinced. I'm persuaded. I don't know. I care if it's 25 years. What am I going to do anyway? Hey, what am I going to do anyway? Brother's 63 years old. Up. I, I know I'm looking really good. I'm looking like I'm 43, but come on. I'm 63 up in here. No, no that would be a bad place to clap. Come on, everybody. Uh, 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 but but, but I, I don't plan on getting broke down the older I get. So guess what my faith is doing? I'm riding my bike about 150 miles a week brothers eating kale come on somebody I'm eating some I'm eating I'm eating salmon and I'm eating I'm eating raw organic vegetables I can't and so I'm exercising and I'm, I'm doing some weight training because the, the the brother is probably gonna have to live in a two-story house and so I want to be able to walk up the the third story when I'm 90 and so I'm gonna to have to have some strong legs. And so, well, you know, no, 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 no. I'm gonna put in a little work right now. So my faith is working in what he said in my heart, but what I'm gonna believe by my life and my lifestyle. Amen, everybody.
we can have the Word of God working in our life concerning healing. Listen to me. We'll close with this. John 5, or excuse me, James 5. James writes this. Is anyone sick? Anyone sick? It's almost like, now when you read that, here's how I read that. These brothers were in a house church at the time, not a real big church probably. Is anybody sick? Like, we, 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 we ain't supposed to be sick up in here. But is anybody sick? If, if, if you're sick, let them call for the elders of the church and let them anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Anoint oil, a type of Holy Spirit, type of the presence of God. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. The prayer of faith will save the sick. Come on. The prayer of faith will save the sick. The prayer of faith will deliver the sick. And if you commit any sins, listen, if they commit any sins, they'll be forgiven them. So, 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 so if you got some stuff that's going on in your life that you know you should be uh, away from, you can get, you can get r- real quick forgiveness. Lord, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I've been doing that. I've been saying that. I've been le- believing that. I've been entertaining that. I got that working in my life again that I don't want a life, so I'm, sh- I'm shutting that door right now. Come on, shutting that door right now. And, and the Bible says the prayer of faith will save the sick. Will save the sick. Deliver you. Come on, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Surely he has borne. Surely he has lifted, carried away, and removed all sickness and all disease and all pain, all malady, all infirmity. I don't care how long you had it. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if you woke up today with it. Listen to me. He is good. And he never changes. So the question is, what will you believe? Will you believe he's the great physician as he calls himself to be? Or will you believe, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe this is just what I have to bear. Well, you'll have whatever you believe. But I'm encouraging today. If you need healing in any way, we're all going to do this. Come on, stand up, everybody. Would you do that? just set your heart right right now I'm going to ask you come on if you need healing you want hands laid on you come on just leave your chair come up here ushers are going to help you we're going to pray have a line up here come on there's no I don't care how long you've had it I don't care what it looks like come on just, just, just leave your chair come on up here